Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in to Thermo Fisher's Career Stories Behind the Science podcast. This is a podcast for those who seek inspiration and motivation in their daily work, for those who would like to understand how finance, IT, customer service professionals can contribute and leave impact on the industry of science. Today's guest is Monica Chus, who is enthusiastic about combining her passion for sports and working with people in a diverse environment. How does she maintain connection in the virtual space as an operations training specialist? Let's find out. First, I found it a little bit challenging to find a way to each and every participant. But I think with time, and we are all learning all the time, so it's still a process. But uh, I really try to be conscious about this aspect that uh, we are all different and uh, somehow you need to find a way to approach each and every participant in the team. Some of you may already know that Thermo Fisher Scientific is the world leader in serving science. Our colleagues' mission is to enable our customers to make the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. In our episodes of Career Stories Behind the Science, we introduce stories from our team in Budapest. By hearing inspiring career stories, in this episode again, we are ready to go behind the scenes of science. Now, let's start. Cool. Listen, it's really great to have you on our Career Stories Behind the Science podcast. I was really looking forward to the conversation. So I think we can reveal the secret that we are on the same team. So I'm 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 really happy to have you here. And what you can expect in the next 30 minutes or so is just um would be great if you could share some stories around your career, the journey that you've gone through and uh, I'm going to bombard you with some questions. But like I said, I was uh, I was really, really um, excited to, or I am really excited to have you here. Now, before we start, I'd just like to invite you for a very quick game. So this is what we call the this or that. So whatever comes to your mind first, just please say it, all right? So let's give a go. Coffee or tea? Coffee. Phone call or chat? Phone call. Facebook or Instagram? Facebook. Music or sport? Sport. Dog or cat? Dog. Work hard or play hard? Work hard. Early bird or night owl? Early bird. Cool. Now, I know that you are a sport addict amongst <laughs> other stuff. What does sport mean to you? And what is your favorite one if you have? I've been always a sporty type. Like uh, from my childhood, I was involved in uh, uh, sporty activities like uh, I started as an athlete I was a javelin thrower when I was uh, young in the primary school and then uh, I gave that up when I was 16 but still the love of sport uh, stayed with me so I always did exercises on a regular basis whether it was swimming cycling whatever kind of sport and then uh, actually when I started to work in an office then I immediately afterwards started a fitness instructor school and then uh, I became a fitness instructor and I did this job for for one year abroad so that was a great satisfaction for me as a job and uh, then um, these days my favorite is running and cycling and uh, I just try to keep up the sporty life like doing it on a regular basis 
several times a week. No extreme distances, just for my pleasure and for the company of the people. So it's a really great uh, way for me to really stress. And uh, also it's a very joyful activity doing it with others. And uh, it's a great element to keep up your work-life balance as well. Yeah, that's really cool. And and don't forget to mention the fact that you are the driving force behind our sports community, which I'm a big fan of, uh, by the way. And uh, and it's uh, and it's growing. So, um, like I said, it's really really great to have you uh, here. And the first question is really around if you think back and and rewind times, and um, you think back about your childhood. Then, what was the dream job that you that you wanted to have when you were a little girl? To be honest, uh, I never had a specific dream job that I wanted to do as an adult. But uh, I was always inspired in, by music and sport in my childhood, so I wanted to do something with this. So I thought I could be a music and PE teacher, maybe. But then uh, because of some uh, impressions and suggestions from my surroundings, I ended up being a language teacher. Um, But then uh, this teaching kids part did not really suit my personality. Let's put it that way. And uh, then I studied finance as well in Saged. And when I entered this uh, SSC world, this SSC universe, uh, then I realized that uh, the atmosphere, the whole SSC world uh, is really something for me because it's uh, it's multicultural, it's diverse, and I love this open office, talking to people, connecting to people. And uh, But still, I didn't know what I really want to do. Uh, somehow, I was still searching for the right thing. But as I received all kinds of trainings, then uh, I always had it deep inside my thoughts that this is probably something that I would like to do. And uh, I I would really like to try this out, but I never knew how to get connected to this. I never had the chance. And then uh, at one of my previous workplaces, I got the chance because there was a vacancy in the training team. And then as I was new to the company, I didn't even think about applying for this position. But the training team reached out to me that, hey, Moni, give it a try. And then then this is where I became a trainer. I I became a trainer. And uh, from that moment, I really feel that this is something meaningful. And this is really fits my personality and character. And I enjoy doing it a lot. And what is it uh, that you like the most being a trainer? Actually, it's uh, quite a diverse position. It's not only about delivering trainings, but I also do a lot of organization around people's life because I am very good at uh, coordinating other people's life. (laughs) And uh, I organize uh, the language courses as well. And I put together the monthly newsletter as well. And on top of these activities, you also have the administration part, which always comes along with uh, any kind of training position. But what I love about these uh, things is that it's all about people. I mean, I keep contacting people uh, all day long for this or that, and I really enjoy that. And uh, I also try to find the time to grab a coffee with the, with the participants from this and that training. So I really enjoy this part of this position. Yeah, and I know that um, actually um, the portfolio that you carry is actually quite wide. 
if you if you had to call out one or two specific ones then 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 what is your favorite type of trainings i like to focus on uh, soft skills trainings because uh, i think this is the training type where uh, i'm able to give something to people and, and i am able to show them different angles and different point of views and i'm also really curious about their experiences and their sharings and uh, these trainings like uh, stress management assertive communications uh, these are really good platforms to to get a real exchange with people and uh, this is why i like this area of soft skills and ever since that uh, that you've been a trainer and you've been into very different situation i reckon and with very different type of groups and different type of people what is it that you that you learned about yourself during this period during the whole process i think the most important uh, learning for me is uh, how to approach the different personalities because we are all unique and everybody has his or her individual approach and and view on things and uh, i think first i found it a little bit challenging to find a way to each and every participants but i think with time and we are all learning uh, all the time so it's still a process but uh, i really try to be conscious about uh, about this aspect that uh, we are all different and uh, somehow you need to find a way to approach each and every participant in the team is there any memorable moment that uh, that you could share with us be it funny be it awkward be it whatever but something that is really standing out that you could share with us we just developed a, a training program about diversity and inclusion and uh, this is a quite a new program at Thermo Fisher in in Budapest uh, at least as a as an on-site training and uh, I delivered the first session and everybody was curious about this and uh, we know that it's also a top priority on the management agenda so the participants were nearly only managers and in the first session which made me really excited but also a little bit nervous at the same time and it was a really great feedback afterwards when they were all uh, happy about the program that we put together as a training team and uh, receiving feedbacks like uh, this was one of the workshops i attended was really a nice uh, and uh, rewarding feeling and i know that you're quite passionate about this topic and why is diversity that important to you mainly because uh, i've uh, witnessed scenarios especially at previous workplaces where uh, we talked about diversity it was also on the agenda it was also set to be a top priority but uh, there was not much behind so when it came to action not much happened and why i'm uh, extremely excited about this topic here at Thermo Fisher is that i feel this support from the management and uh, i see the action steps and i see the process how it will get developed at the company and uh, i really really think that especially in the, in a diverse environment like this it's a crucial thing that we need to keep in mind and and uh, it really needs to become the mindset of the of the people 
not only a training that you attend and you tick the box or you just pass by, but it really needs to get somehow penetrated in the mindset of the people uh, of the organization. And uh, I'm, I'm really happy to see that it's, it's happening here. And there are several initiatives uh, which are which are on the agenda, and I really enjoy taking part in this mission. That's great, and 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 like I said, I know that you are really from uh, from the core. You are very passionate about this. Now, talking about uh, your job and um, and the changes and the difficulties that occurred over the last twelve or fourteen months, so you are quite an outgoing person. And you know, just have the connection and have the relationship. What I found is, is is really important for you now. How did you live through the shift from you know one day to another, face to face or physical um, uh, training events were cancelled, and we pretty much had to go to uh, to the online and to the virtual space. How did you find it? And uh, what is it? Uh, what is it that you like the most? And 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 what is it that uh, that gives you difficulties, if there's anything? Mm-hmm. As a person, uh, I had difficulties uh, while spending my days without people around me. I'm quite a people addict, so uh, I really need this kind of uh, physical interaction and uh, going for a coffee, talking to people to get some information or. Yeah, regarding whatever activity. So I found it uh, a little bit uh, depressing. I know for the introverts it's a paradise, but uh, I'm a total extrovert, so uh, I really need people around me. And sitting in a room alone was not that much inspiring in this sense, but uh, I try to use, again, all chances to get connected to colleagues, not only during the trainings, but also during the different meetings. I always encourage people to turn on the cameras because it makes it so much more interactive, closer. And uh, on the professional level, uh, at the beginning, when all this uh, virus situation appeared, I was in total shock how we would deliver the trainings from now on. And uh, I was really struggling with this at the beginning, especially because, for example, the onboarding trainings requires quite a lot of organization and uh, we have 18 presenters and then you had to agree with each each uh, each of them how you would manage the, their presentations and uh, i also freaked out because nobody wanted to turn on the camera during the training so you feel like you you are talking to no one and there is no reaction so i found it a little bit uh, difficult but then we worked a lot on this project on this aspect and uh, we became familiar with the different uh, tools that provides interactivity and also we learned a lot about how to manage this how to engage people also in a virtual environment so i think uh, for now we've become quite experts on this uh, on this field and actually we do enjoy these trainings but i need to confess that i'm really looking forward to to be in the classroom again and delivering trainings in person to colleagues. And where do you get your energy? Because I can imagine that, you know, being an extrovert like yourself is when you are with people and when you are physically with a group, you suck in the energy. And in a virtual world, it's, it must be much, much more difficult. So how do you how do you revitalize yourself and, and, and where do you get the energy to you know, keep you going. 
What energizes me is on one hand it's sport, as we as we discussed already. So I try to keep it up on a regular basis, doing exercise three times a week, and I really insist on that. I also do meditation on a daily basis. Uh, I like to do it uh, every morning before coming to work, just to make sure that I am on the right track. That also gives me a lot of energy. And uh, I also do volunteering on a regular basis, which means uh, basically the most to me, because I realize that uh, doing things for others recharges my battery completely. So when I think about others, I have like tasks to complete and where you really can help and you feel it's meaningful because somebody needed you there or you could just somehow push things forward, then I think uh, it's, uh, it's absolutely recharging and, and uh, energizing. Great, great. Um, I'd like to come back on uh, on the volunteering thing uh, in about a minute, um, but we are getting close to uh, to the end of uh, of the first uh, episode. And as a closure, if you you know just could do all over again, and imagine yourself as being a fresh graduate, and you would just look at the job opportunities that we have now here with Thermo Fisher, what is it that you would go for if you could choose anything? To be honest, I'm not sure I would change. So I think uh, I would choose exactly the same role, being a trainer. And uh, I feel very good and uh, very uh, positive in this supporting function. So I really enjoy supporting people and, and getting connected to people. And uh, I think it's really important to be curious about people and to be interested in people because then if you are not, then you will never learn anything. Yeah, that's uh, um, absolutely true. So thanks a lot. That was great. And really appreciate your, you know, just your honesty and, and, and your openness. So thanks, Moni. Thank you. In the next episode, we will continue the conversation with Monica Chus. Let's have a short teaser from next week's episode. I already worked for several multinational companies where it was all about uh, big words and fancy slogans, but uh, there was not much behind these words. And here I really felt that somehow people are the most important and uh, it's very much aligned with my mindset. And I think this is why I'm really happy to work here. Everyone can find inspiration and motivation in their daily work if you look behind the scenes of the bigger picture. Our guest today found that while growing professionally, she can also contribute to making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. If you liked today's episode, add the podcast to your favorites to make sure you don't miss the next one. Follow us on Facebook or check out the Thermo Fisher Scientific Job Portal to join us in making the world healthier, cleaner, and safer. You'll find the links in the description. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope you heard some interesting stories. See you in our next episode and career stories behind the science. Career stories behind the science were brought to you by Thermo Fisher Scientific Budapest, Hungary. Produced by Brandfist Employer Branding in conjunction with Thermo Fisher Scientific. Let's look behind the science in the next episode.